0: I'm going to start this episode with a bold claim which is if you don't start your days early then there are probably some things you wish you could do but it will never get done. Bam. Welcome to Quest for You. It's through this podcast that I want to help you connect more with yourself. So Thank you for listening, because by listening to me, you will start to listen more to yourself. How are you, my friends? Before I start, I want to ask you if you have signed up for my newsletter. I used to have a blog on my website, but I stopped writing there. Instead, I craft. And I really mean when I say craft, because it takes me several days and several iterations. But it's a very thoughtful and short newsletter every other week. I publish it usually on a Monday morning and it's probably a bit more personal than this podcast. And my goal with this letter is to connect with you, but also to stimulate your thoughts and inspire your actions. And I also share a lot of helpful resources in this newsletter. So if you haven't subscribed yet, I would be thrilled if you did. In fact. The next one releases tomorrow morning, so if you don't want to miss it, sign up right now. I have alluded to today's theme in my last episode, and I also have spoken about the power of routines many times on this podcast. Routines are critical for my inner well-being, my health, and my success with my personal goals. And one of the most important routines is my morning routine. And it's exactly that routine that fell apart when we began sheltering in place. I still managed to get my yoga in and then went out for a quick walk, but everything was much later than I wanted and always felt so rushed. I did it so I could say I did it, but I wasn't really happy with it. A solid morning routine starts early in the morning. I want to spend time today talking about the benefits of an early morning routine. Many celebrities have it. I've heard them share it on other podcasts. Many of my friends have one, and they talked about it when I interviewed them, which you can find those interviews under Quest Stories on my website. And there have also been entire books written about the importance of early mornings. Well, you don't need to read a book about it. You simply need to get up earlier and you'll see the benefits for yourself. Okay. Well, I know if it was that easy, why did I struggle with it for so long? Even before this virus situation, I found this habit to be one of the most difficult ones to implement, and I tried so many times. Eventually I would get there. I would keep up with it for a while. And then sooner or later, something happened that would set me back maybe a vacation or a long holiday weekend, or as in this case, a pandemic. It shows you how fragile routines can be, especially those that are challenging for us. I know people that consistently get up early without a problem. They wake up early, maybe because their jobs have demanded it for years, so they're accustomed to it. But for me, it has always been hard. Initially, But once I get into the right sleep-wake schedule, I am there. And I can proudly say, finally, I am there. After weeks and weeks of not wanting to get up in the morning, today showed me I am there. I went for a very strenuous hike yesterday. 13 miles, which I don't recall having walked that far in a long time. Especially not so steep as we did yesterday went up on the backside of Mount Diablo, which is one of the highest peaks here in the Bay Area, and I had never been there. But it was a butt kicker, just as my friend who sent me that route had warned me. I was exhausted. I remember the last three miles or so, my friend and I, we were just done. We wanted this trail to end. I came home and I was useless. I also had not eaten anything on the entire hike. So as soon as I got home, I ate this huge bowl of oatmeal, and then for dinner I made pasta, which I hardly ever eat. And I was asleep before 10. I purposely didn't set an alarm. The meditation I do on Zoom every morning at 6, I excused myself from it, knowing I would never make it. I consciously decided I'm going to sleep in and rest today. But here I was. 5.45, I woke up to the birds chirping outside, and by 6, I was on my yoga mat, meditating. My body, I think, has finally adjusted to an early awake time, and this week, I'm actually going to shoot for even earlier. I don't push this early getting up thing just for the sake of it, but let me tell you that a lot of the things you really want to do will never get done until you get up earlier. Why? Because they are equally as challenging for you to get started on. I shared with you about my Vision 2020 meetup group, which gathers Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 8 a.m. Now, 8 a.m. is not that early, but yet I've gotten numerous messages from people who joined the group telling me that they really want to join those calls, but they just can't get up in time. And they claim various things like medications or their retirement. And then they sign up frequently on the calls, which shows me they want to join. And I already know it's the same people every time. And then they never show up. They have the intention of showing up, yet they can't get it together. And I get it. It is hard. The bed is so warm and cozy, just a few more minutes of sleep seem to be the answer to all our problems. Well, they are not. They feel good in the moment, but they actually hold us back from starting the day with intention. And this is partially the reason I created this meetup. This is also why I signed up for a a 6am meditation, 7 days a week. Without something gently pushing us, like a deadline for an application, we often don't do it. It gives us a reason, and it creates intentionality. Without it, we flounder. We fall into the day haphazardly, and then let the day take us on a course. And if we're lucky, it's a good course, and we still get our stuff done. But quite often, so I have found, I'm always a beat behind when I get up late. And most importantly, we rarely get to do what we really want to do. And for me, that was meditation. I already had my yoga routine established for a few months, but I just couldn't find time to meditate. I tried so many things, including a mid-afternoon break, which worked well for a couple of days, but I could never turn anything into a routine. Over and over again, with Most of the things I try, I come to the conclusion that early mornings are perfect for almost anything you really want to do. It's quiet. Most everyone is still asleep and you can focus on your thing without interruption. Journaling, reading, exercising, taking an online course, learning a new skill, meditating, going for a walk, painting praying. Name something you've been wanting to dedicate more time to, and you will find your answer in early mornings. Now, I've shared with you how you can go about starting it. Apply some gentle pressure. For me, it was a live Zoom meditation. It is not an app. It's a teacher meditating live at 6am. Now, he isn't taking attendance. He doesn't care who calls in. He takes people through a guided meditation, whether I'm there or not. And for the first couple of days, that's exactly what I told myself. And I rolled over and I slept through it. But then one day, I finally forced myself to get up and sit there. And then the next day again. And then after a few days, I now feel the need to be there. I feel if I'm not there... I'm missing out on something. You see, I created a self-inflicted FOMO, or fear of missing out, and at the same time, I'm getting into a routine. At some point, this call probably goes away. But by then, I hope to have a solid routine that doesn't require a call anymore. I can meditate on my own, or pick any other guided meditation that's available online. But to start out, It helps if you create some tension. Think about a way that you can do that. I'm not necessarily tied to this one meditation teacher. I simply heard him offer these meditations on a podcast and I just signed up. But it gives me some intentionality. So what can you do to start your morning with something you really want to do? Could a friend that lives in another time zone send you a check-in message every morning for maybe a week? Could you sign up for something that requires you to get up and show up similar to what I did? And that may not even have to be related to the thing that you want to do, but it gets you out of bed. And what if you shift things around and you do something that you always do in the morning and you do that first, just a bit earlier? Maybe you walk your dog first and then you sit down to work on your project, but you got something out of the way that needed to be done and you freed up some time. In my case, I actually prefer to first move my body when I get out of bed. I'd like to start with yoga. And this past week, I was actually on my mat by 5.30. I did yoga and then I logged on to Zoom at 6. Now, 30 minutes is not quite enough for me to get a good yoga practice in. So this week, I'm shooting for 5.15. But I slowly worked my way backwards. I started with 6 a.m. on the mat meditating, and now slowly I'm working my way back. Do you want to write a blog post regularly but can't find the time? Do you want to learn how to use your nice camera and take great photographs? Do you just need some quiet time to reflect on the things in your life and do so regularly? The best time for any of these activities is the morning. And even if it's not the morning, maybe because you want to practice an instrument, which I could think as one thing that potentially wouldn't work in the morning because it wakes everyone up. But can you do something else earlier, which then frees up the time in the middle of the day? Starting the day earlier is a great way to go through your day with more ease and relaxation. Today, when I called my mom in Germany around one And she asked what I had done already. I was quite amazed when I reflected. 6 a.m. yoga on a Sunday. Followed by a leisurely walk. And I have to emphasize leisurely because usually I'm on a mission when I walk and I'm tracking my steps. But not today. I went to the rose garden. I really enjoyed the peace and quiet there early in the morning. And I watched all these beautiful roses that are blooming I took some great pictures of them. I also watched a duck there for several minutes. It was quite relaxing. I came home, I made coffee and answered some emails, and then I took a challenging life yoga class at 10 a.m., which made me sweat, and it gave me the energy I needed to clean a long overdue apartment. And all of this before 1 p.m. This then gave me plenty of time in the afternoon to work on this episode and relax with a book on my balcony. And this is what you will notice as well when you start your days a little earlier. Suddenly, you feel like you have more time and everything feels less rushed. Yes, it hurts a little bit, but just a little bit for a few minutes as you get up and only for the first few days. Once you're out of bed and into your thing, you won't regret it. In fact, you will, like I just did, rejoice in the extra time all day long. Everything you do will feel like you are a step ahead. And it feels so rewarding. And this is why I recommend it. It's often that thing that's the hardest to start, which gives us the greatest pleasure. You can apply everything I shared with you today, to anything else you might struggle with. Some people can't get to bed or away from the TV or out for a walk. It doesn't have to be an early morning routine. Simply think of something that you really would like to do and then look for the time in your day where you could do it. For me, the time that I can control the easiest is early morning There's never anything scheduled on my calendar for that time. And there won't be any interruptions either. With that, my friends, I hope I've inspired you and pushed you a little bit. Maybe it's my podcast that you make that first thing to listen to early in the morning. Wouldn't that be a great start? With that, I wish you an amazing day. And please don't forget to share this podcast with a friend, maybe specifically this episode. Much love.